Equia has sickle cell disease. Kweku is battling with prostate. Auntie Mary has a family history of cancer. All these people have either inherited a genetic disorder from parents and present in the child at birth or even due to some environmental factors. Remember that genetic conditions affect all ages, economic, social and religious groups. Don't discriminate if they look different. Early detection may help early intervention and treatment. As we start the GA Genome Project, we invite you to join and follow our public lecture series and get free genetic testing and screening. For more updates and information on how to get the free genetic testing and screening, call 0302-959-246 or visit www.gagenome.org. Joy 99.7 FM. Another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by GH Genome. GH Genome, our duty to decode. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. and runs all the way through to 2.15 p.m. here on your superstation, Joy 99.7. My name, as always, is Yabanafo, and I'm glad to be your host for today's edition of Masterclass. Today's show is one of those shows that comes with some kind of mixed feelings because today we conclude our conversation with Oscar Bimpong on the mindset transformation or the mindset revolution. Again today, he's here with us in the studio, obliged us with his presence. He's shared so many thoughts with us. Yes, things are tough. Yes, things are difficult. Yes, we're all experiencing the heat. But at least the little thing that you do, the little thing that you have, the investment that you have, which you've put money into, which is helping you, that is your seed. Today we're going to be talking about the seed mentality. How do you compose yourself in times like this so that we know you're losing some money, but at least don't lose your seat because the seat is the only thing that can help you to recreate and to regenerate the things that you've lost. Today we're talking about the seed mentality here in the conversation on the mindset transformation and Oscar Bimpong is back here in the studio with us to share some thoughts. Today is his last year on the show, um, but hopefully we'll have him back here on the show again sometime during the year. It's been a wonderful three, three or sorry, four weeks now mm-hmm. with him sharing some wonderful thoughts. And again, Oscar is obliging us today, as he always has. He has a book for the first caller when we get interactive. Uh, he's written a number of books. And today's book is called The Mindset Revolution. The Mindset Revolution, uh, Reengineering Your Mind from Prison to Purpose. From Prison to Purpose. And the foreword was written by Andrew Techi Apia. And the author is yours truly, Oscar mm. Bimpong. Oscar, you're welcome back. Thank you, The studio to the conversation to Masterclass. Trust me, man. It's a joy, FM. (laughs) Yes, and uh, it's it's a mixed feeling because I really enjoyed the ride. um, Four weeks of impact. And I'm so humbled um, of the feedback that I've been getting. Mm. And for me, it it also tells me that it it also 
inspires me that look you are on the right path indeed. keep going indeed uh, it's, it's been a humbling experience indeed. thanks to joy for this great opportunity i noticed i couldn't help noticing um uncle james addison good afternoon to you i couldn't help noticing that during the week the the two of you got together yes uh, uncle, uncle james is yeah. the is the should i say the go-to person yes for eq in ghana yeah. Yes. He, you know, he, I think he runs the International EQ Foundation. Yes, and yes. you are also big on mindset transformation. Exactly. You should do some work with Daniel Sapong. Oh, Daniel wow. is listening to. Her. Daniel is also a great speaker. Um, oh. He talks about the abundance mindset. Wow. But I love the fact that there's, there's a lot of talk about changing your mindset, changing the way you think, looking at things positively, and some of the key things like EQ today. Yes. In most of our business conversations yes. and even in our general life conversations, yes. because something has to give, yes. something has to shift. You know, I mean, we're talking about all these difficulties, and I know that all the finance guys, you know, are very busy trying to find us solutions. But at some point, we also have to play a role. Yes. And um, I know we also we always say that hope is not a strategy, but without hope <laughs> and without the right kind of mindset, yeah, exactly. what are we? And I'm hoping that in today's conversation, when we talk about the seed mentality, yeah. we would sort of draw some lines to connect, you know. You know, yeah, this mindset thing we are talking about, you know, I, there's one thing I would say is um, Africa, we have proven that the abundance of resources is not a means to wealth creation. Mm. We have proven that fact because we've got abundance of resources, but we are still poor, mm. right? So what it means is that there is a fundamental issue that we've neglected. And that fundamental issue is the mindset that backs the resources. Mm. When the mindset is right, leadership and everything will fall into place. And I think that is why it, is, it has become critical. I, I was listening to Paul Kigami on Al Jazeera some few months back. Mm. And he was being interviewed. And he made a profound statement. He said one of our winning strategies was we were able to let our people understand that change of mindset is everything. And that if you put rubbish on the street, that is not right, but there are also consequences. And that is why we are able to win. That is why we are able to be where we are. So the Kigami tackled mindset first, and everything else followed. And I think as a country, that is where we need to go back. Because we've been taught so many things that... I mean, Lee Kuan Yew, he did, he did something similar. Yes. We, we have been taught so many things that are very wrong, and we have accepted it. And we are running with it. But, so it means that we are on the wrong path. Let me ask a question. <laughs> Please write this question. I don't answer it now. But I'm asking this question not just to Oscar, but to you, our cherished listeners. And I'd like to hear your reaction to it. There is a school of thought that says, uh, please, the, thought, the question I'm about to ask does not represent my personal <laughs> position on the matter. Let me issue the disclaimer. There's a school of thought that says that, you know, um, people are a function of their orientation. I share that school of thought. Mm-hmm. And therefore, our orientation contributes, or the understanding or misunderstanding of our orientation is what contributes to our mindset. Yes. So I'll give you a very simple thing. And please, this is not an attack on... I love Proverbs. I love Proverbs to, you know, to bits. For example, the Proverbs... <laughs> you know, there are a few African Proverbs that we have. Yes. You know, so there's one that says... Um, Yes. There's another one that says... You know, there are a few Proverbs. Yes. Is there a connect between the misinterpretation or misunderstanding of our proverbs, therefore our orientation, and therefore our mindset? I think it all, it all, it's all part of... You know, things like that. So, I'm talking about something here. Yes, you know, we're talking yes, about something often yes, before we yes, came. Yes. 
Please write it down. You're listening to us. You've heard this question. I'd like to know what you think. Do you think that our orientation as people contributes to our mindset and therefore our action or inaction, you know, which, 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 is, which is arriving at the situation where we are today? Do you think that our orientation has played a role in this? I'll yeah. be interested to find out what what yeah. you think. Just all right, let's put right. that on ice and let's go uh, to today. All right, all right. So, um, once I, once again, thanks very much, Yao. And um, so today we're going to tackle what we call the seed mindset. Mm. We started with mindset revolution, then we came to purposeful mindset, and last week we did leadership mindset. It means that now you have to lead your vision. Now to lead your vision, I want you to start from somewhere. And that is what seed mindset comes in. Yeah, when people carry a vision, what I've realized is that a lot of people will rather wait to get too much resources before they start. So they never, they, they never get the opportunity to start. Now, the seed mindset, what it means is that the need for humble beginnings. It means that we need to learn to start from somewhere. Yeah, when you look at the seed, there is nothing to write about it. There is nothing luxury about the seed. There is nothing to write about the seed. To be honest, if I give you a seed now, what has it got that you can use to really brag about that you have even got something that is valuable? But you see, on the outside of the seed, there's nothing to write about. But on the inside of the seed carries power. So that big tree that you see today, that you admire so much, that nature of a seed, uh, of a tree, you admire it so much. Sometimes you can just stand somewhere mm. and look at that tree and you are like, wow. Now that tree is born out of that seed that you don't care. That seed that you, 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 there's nothing fascinating about it. It means that there are certain things in us that are so powerful than what we tend to see on our side. And also there are certain things that we hold that are also more powerful, but they are so scarce. They are so scarce of a resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me bring a, bibl- a little bit of biblical <laughs> perspective. And I like what God asked Moses. He said, what's in your hand? What do you have in your hand? Yes. What do you have in your hand? I think Moses didn't re- really respect the staff. Maybe when he gets home, you can just put it anywhere. Tomorrow he will find it somewhere. I suppose it was more of a working aid for him than a anything Working else. aid. And what has working aid, what, what kind of special treatment do we have to give you? Now, what it means is that the staff was a very scarce resources. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, when it comes to scarce, when it comes to scarce resources, we don't, we don't respect it because you think there is nothing to write about. You think that there is nothing good about it. So we tend not to really invest no time, no energy in it. So, but that stuff carried power. Potential. Potential. And that stuff relates to the seed. That, that thousand Ghana, <clears throat> two thousand, five thousand, that you want to invest in that vision, that, will, that is the seed. But that money carries power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know that the perception is that if I give you if I give you a seed now, the perception is that that seed is just going to give birth to a tree, right? But it goes beyond that. Mm. That particular seed is a forest. Mm-hmm. But we tend to have the perception that oh, 
after all, it's going to give us one tree. No, it's a forest. Because that tree will give birth to more seeds that over time is going to give you that forest. Now, when you see a business that started, for example, let me, let me give you a typical example because Zipay is my anchor client and I've been with them so many years. For now, they've hired me going across the country, just doing mindset transformation for their territory offices, telesales staff, and zonal managers. And this is a company that started from Andrew's guest room. And today, look at where it sits. Now, they've got about 12 branches in Ghana. In the Caribbean, they have got six branches, starting from Barbados. They are spreading across the whole Caribbean. And they are moving. They are moving. What, what it means is that they started as a seed. But that seed now is becoming a forest. They are now operating over 20 African countries. It's now becoming a forest. It's the same with Joy FM. Joy FM didn't start with these two big buildings together. It's growing, right? So what it means is that that small you have in your hands, it has got the potential to grow. The point is that if you don't invest in it, then it will surely not grow. I read a book some time back, and the book is titled, it's on slide seven. The book is titled... The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. Mm. And the guy gave a scenario of when you go to the loo and you are in dying need of easing yourself and you have got some small toilet roll, do you leave or do you manage it? <laughs> Most of the times we manage it. Mm-hmm. Now, when it becomes very critical, we are able to maximize the scarce resources at our disposal. But for example, you go to the loo and the toilet roll is fresh. Look at the way we mismanage it. Now, this is why it is important that you even start small, even if you have more. Because when you start small, then you have got the opportunity to maximize the potential of the scarce resources at your disposal. Now, once you grow and you have more experiences, then you can what? Bring in more resources. I see people starting their business from the top, grand style. And before you realize, because they, they didn't pass through the process with the scarce resources. Because the experiences you get with the scarce resources is an asset when you have got abundance. Because it means that you are able to use small to build. So when you have got more, you manage it more efficiently. So there is that thing that you should learn, that even if you have more, start small. Now, if you don't have more and you've got small, that is more added advantage because by the time you start getting more, you have really harnessed the understanding of what? Building with small and maximizing what? Your resources, being more resourceful to build what you have. Now, let me... There is one thing I always say that many want to start from the top, Instead from the bottom. So they never get to start. Now, I, I want to talk about some few facts about the seed. Yeah, you need a seed to give birth to a tree and to a forest, right? That's true. Yes. And I also want to talk about some philosophies for building any successful business. Mm. And I'm going to start with the philosophy of building. 
right mm -hmm. yeah well, have you seen any builder that starts building a house and they two two blocks at a time never right they put one block at a time they make sure that it is it is well they put the mortar in it make sure the bevel they put the bevel to make sure that it straight, is more yeah. aligned it is straight and that one block is solid before they go for the other one so that mansion that you see today that you admire so much, it was built with one block at a time. <laughs> it means that whatever you start in this life, start small, but be consistent with the small that you have. Most of the times we are never consistent. So we are that guy that puts one block. We think we don't have enough. We go on holiday for two weeks, come back and come and put another block. So you see that when they, when they are building a house, you don't see no beauty. But over time, you realize that, wow, the thing is shaping up, mm -hmm. right? I'm also going to talk to you about the philosophy of the ant. And yeah, wherever I find the opportunity, that is on slide 16. Whenever I find the opportunity to see the ant hill, I'm so impressed. And it also tells me one thing. There's one message the ant hill tells me. The ant hill tells me that, have you seen the amount of mud that they carry? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, there is, there is an anthill on the Gimpa Road. Anytime you pass, they just park your car mm -hmm. and watch them, right? Yeah, the anthill they carry is so insignificant to the anthill they want to build. Mm. They carry just a minute mud. They will go, go and dump it, come back, go and dump it. But you will see the consistency in carrying that small mud. And that consistency is what has caused them to build that anthill. Yeah, do you know that if the ant can build this anthill and me and you, we are building something and we are looking for something big to start, then we have lost the plot. Because the ant has taught us that even with the small, with consistency, it will grow. And I, you know, I was just looking for that scripture reference to mm. the to the thing you're talking about. Yeah. It's in Proverbs chapter six, verse yes. six to eight. It says, "Go to the ant, yes. thou sluggard. Yes. Consider her ways and be yes. wise. Yes. Which, having no guide, mm. overseer or ruler, mm. provided her meat in the yes. summer and gathers her food in the harvest." Yes. I was just I, I was just looking for the reference yes. for what you talked about. Very powerful, right? So, if you are listening to us, you know. We know it's tough. We know it's difficult. But we, 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 it's so easy to sit at that table of hardship. Or you go on the other side of the table and say that I'm going to build with what I have. I won't catch you. You know, during the COVID, when we were um, during the lockdown, people didn't have much of an alternative because they were, they were, they were, they were confined. Now, you find that there was a lot of ingenuity Yes. new businesses yes. and new creations yeah, exactly. the world over. But I'm talking about Ghana. Even in Ghana, yes. even within, within the food industry, yes. people began to do their own of course. things. Of course. And I've always said to people, I said, you know, this morning the sun came up very early. Yes. If you chose to stay in bed mm. till now, yes. the sun is high. It's yes. going to go down. Yeah. The day will start, it will end. Yes. It is what you choose to, to do, do with it. Yes. You know, so like you're saying, you have to take the step. Take the step. I suppose that the difficulty is being consistent because i hear you talk about the seed and mm -hmm. i hear words like process i hear words like consistency mm -hmm. <laughs> i hear words like discipline yeah yeah people <laughs> people
people want to enjoy the product but they don't want to pass through the process right and the process is tough and it becomes more tougher if you are starting small if you are that seed, you are that seed level right yeah we need to understand this that you need one seed to give birth to a generation of seeds indeed right indeed somebody went to is it fernando po mm. came back to ghana with some few seeds mm. right and that seeds now have fed the whole country for so many years mm. right it means that what it means is that find one problem in ghana and solve it right be consistent with that problem right and over time you'll be the go-to person in the industry mm. yeah i've been in what i'm doing i've been doing it for the last 14 years i started in 2008 but i can tell you the better part of it i've been in on i've been i've been in a desert because it looks like this will never work mm. but as i sit here i'm almost booked to the end of the year why because of consistent because i found up one problem and i decided that i'm going to solve it and for me this is the start you need to find that one problem because that one problem will be like the cocoa that have solved our problems for so many years but that person didn't come with bags of seeds mm. he came with small seeds and over time look at where we sit with cocoa mm. when we use this philosophy we can what we can be able to achieve it yeah. so what it means that the scarce resources at your disposal is the seed in your hands resources are never scarce the problem is inability our inability to be resourceful yeah mm. we can be very resourceful right mm -hmm. huh? if if I, I i want to start something like i want to start an it business and yeah i don't have the money somebody has the money if I'm no good on IT, somebody is good, you know, to provide IT mm. service. There is one thing they ask, a question the, a journalist asked Steve Jobs. He said, all these IT things you are talking about, do you have knowledge in it? And how are you going to really lead to make this happen? He said, that is why we are going to hire smart guys to do their job. Mm -hmm. So most of the times we, we want to do things for As, ourselves, ourselves, by ourselves. But when what you don't have somebody has it we should learn to leverage on it in this part of our, of our country one of the difficult challenges is partnerships but they are but they are the right people you can partner with it is your for for you to succeed it is your responsibility to find the right people but Oscar, let me just check this in. I think that, and I'm not validating mm -hmm. it. I'm saying that we're all working towards changing our mindset. Yeah. And I go back to the point about our orientation. Mm -hmm. So you, you find that as you keep talking, I yeah. find that there are so many things wrong with the, the narrative that we were taught growing yes. up. Yeah. So when you collaborate in Ghana, somebody will pull you down. Yes. Yes. And you have to do it by yourself. Yes. So you won't get people to help you. And you are afraid to move. We are, we are, we are disciplined yeah. about the wrong things. Yes. But we are indisciplined. About, about the right, the right things. things. Yes. How many times, if your phone is not with you for 10 minutes, you will yes. notice it? Yes. Yes. Because somebody sold us a narrative that you must always have your phone yeah. and you must always be on. Yes. Why can't we take that same discipline to the job that exactly. we Exactly. So there are so many things wrong with our mindset. And it comes back to what you are saying. <laughs> we must transform our minds. Yeah. Well, let me talk to you about the mindset of the poor in relation to a seed, mm. right? Now, do you know every poor man can afford a seed? I agree. Every poor man can afford a seed. I agree. Yes. 
But the problem with the poor man is that when they have seed, they eat it. Mm. They are not able to sow the seed. Because you see, the moment you sow the seed, you have really, um, you have really prevented yourself um, from having instant gratification. You know what I'm laughing? <laughs> <laughs> a very good afternoon to my brother, Kofi Kenata. There's a, song, there's a line in his song which says, they gave them eggs to hatch. Uh-huh. And they, they couldn't wait for the eggs to hatch, so they, they fried it. <laughs> they fried it. <laughs> Kofi, good afternoon to you, but, but, but that's, that, that's what we are saying, right? <laughs> you see, the, the one who has got that rich mindset mm-hmm. will go hungry for a period mm. and sow that seed, Right? Now, when they sow that seed, because the poor is always eating their seed, they are, they are constantly looking for seeds. Mm. So that guy that went hungry for a period, now sowed the seed, and now he has got so many seeds. Yes. Now, because you are always eating your seeds, you are always looking for seeds to buy. So that guy that really took their time, went hungry for some time, this is what happens. Now, over time, They've got too many seeds to sell. They've got some to eat. And they have got some to sow again. Exactly. Now, the ones they sow again, that is the one that leads to the forest. So it reaches a time they need so many people to help them to harvest. Mm-hmm. So now the ones that eat their seeds are being employed to help to harvest. Now, how much they give you, it depends on the value you bring on the table. Mm. <laughs> So if your value, your value is low, they can tell you they are giving you half back after a month. If your value is high, they can give you 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, what it means is that now poor people enjoy harvesting but not sowing. Because the moment they even help to harvest and they are giving some seeds, instead of sowing some themselves, they still eat all. Yeah, I'm, I don't know whether I'm speaking in parables. <laughs> may, God, may, may God deliver us from eating our seed. If 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 you have been, you know, eating your seed, may God deliver us, all of us, from eating our seed. Because the seed is what will bring the return. So you can you can still be helping somebody to harvest, but you should also learn to sow some of the seeds that they give you. Mm. Because if you don't sow, it means that then constantly you are always seeking to look for seeds. Putting yourself in a position where you always be in need. You always be in need. And it reaches a time that person that you are even helping to harvest can determine who you become. Exactly. So there's so there's nothing wrong trying to help somebody to harvest. Let's get this one right. Mm. There is nothing wrong. But then if it becomes a burden that every time you are helping people to harvest. But you don't invest in the seeds that has been given to you. That is where the problem starts. So there are a lot of people in life who are helping others to harvest. But they are also investing the seeds that has been given to them. So yeah, you can be working for a company, right? You are helping the company to harvest. But you yourself probably has got investment somewhere. I've got small business somewhere. You have got some small vision you are pursuing somewhere, which over time is also helping you to harvest. We, we need to get this one right. And you see, poor people are always waiting for bags of seeds to sow, forgetting that they can use one seed to give birth to that forest over time. Mm-hmm. You know? So the difference between a poverty and a rich mindset is that 
The poor is their seed, and the rich invest their seeds. Now, yeah, let me talk to you something about about the seed, right? Mm. So, a seed in its on its own is worthless until you sow it. If if I if if I give you a seed now and you go and put it on a shelf, it will forever be there. So it means that you need to subject the seed through a process. Now, one of the mindsets I want each and every one of us we should have is the mindset of the farmer. Right? Yeah. The farmer knows that there can be some serious rain that can wash the seed. The farmer knows that there can be high temperatures. There can be storm. There can be environmental factors that can destroy the seed that they've sown. But the farmer still goes ahead and so. Sometimes when I'm speaking to people and they start talking about the problems, then I will tell you that you don't understand the farmer's mentality. Mm -hmm. The farmer's mentality is that he knows all the problems, but he still go ahead and sow that seed. There are two things that are going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's either they win or they lose. Mm -hmm. What it also tells you is that the farmer is one of the people that take risk in life. Yes. But if you are watching me and you are eating, you have to understand that the farmer's risk, it has paid off. Mm-hmm. So you either stay on a positive tangent or you stay on a negative tangent. But most of the times, the problems overwhelms us such that we cannot see the positive aspect. Mm-hmm. I-, I love the farmer. Look, farmers, sometimes they even wait for the rains. The rains never come on time. And whatever they plan to do is in disarray. But as far as me and you are still with eating, it means that the farmer is very resilient. Of course. Very, very resilient. They go back, they find solutions to problems, and they fight. And that, that is the reason why we are still eating. We can have the same aspiration in that vision that we have. Mm. Yeah, when we finish, you are going to move your car, right? But you know there's going to be potential traffic. You know there can be potential mechanical breakdown. There's going to be what? Potential accident. It can even rain. It can even rain. Do you say because of that you are not going to move your car? But why don't you translate the same mindset when it comes to our vision? Positive mindset here (laughs) on Masterclass with Oscar Bimpong. We're going to get interactive right now so that you can be a part of that conversation. But before we do that, we'll take a quick message from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Equia has sickle cell disease. Kweku is battling with prostate. Auntie Mary has a family history of cancer. All these people have either inherited a genetic disorder from parents and present in the child at birth or even due to some environmental factors. Remember that genetic conditions affect all ages, economic, social, and religious groups. Don't discriminate if they look different. Early detection may help early intervention and treatment. As we start the GA Genome Project, we invite you to join and follow our public lecture series and get free genetic testing and screening. For more updates and information on how to get the free genetic testing and screening, call 0302-959-246 or visit www.gagenome.org.
favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass. We're here with Oscar Bimpong, and we're concluding our conversation on the mindset transformation. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also send us your comments on WhatsApp on 055 Today's edition of Masterclass is brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. And also by GH Genome. GH Genome, our duty to decode. Did you know that disorders like sickle cell disease, breast and prostate cancers have a genetic component? Genetic conditions affect all age, economic, social and religious groups. The GA Genome Project includes public lecture series on the Ghanaian genome and free genetic health screening of the sickle cell disease, breast and prostate cancers. We invite you to join the GA Genome Project. Follow us and get screened. Early detection may help early intervention and treatment. GH Genome at duty to decode. For more updates, you can call us on 0302-959-246. That's 0302-959-246. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, Goyle has some great news for you. Goyle now accepts Momo for all fuel purchases. Just remember to Momo it at Goyle. And that is not all. You can use your bank card to buy fuel at any of our Goyle filling stations. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Phone lines are now open. I have a a book to give away. Oscar has a book to give away, not I. Uh, today is a final show with Oscar here on the Mindset Transformation. And uh, he has a book for our first caller. Numbers to call 0302216541. Uh, you can send us your comments on 0551111997. I've got uh, John um, on the line. Good afternoon, John. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. Okay, I don't think I have John, but I have Evans on the line. Evans from Oyarifa. Good afternoon, Evans. You're welcome to Masterclass. Hello, Evans. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass, Evans. Yeah, thank you. Right, talk to me, Evans. I'm really inspired by the message sent by our words because, like, he just let me know that in every circumstance we should try to protect the seed we have because that's what will bear us fruit in the future. And we thank you very much for such a message. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Evans. Evans, did you call me last week on the show? Yes, please. And you won something from me, didn't you? Yes, please. Okay, so would you agree that we give the book to the next caller? Okay, Eva, stay on the line and speak to my production crew. They'll take your details. <laughs> Four lines are open zero three zero two two one six five four one. You can also send us your comments on zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Today we conclude our conversation on the mindset transformation with Oscar Bimpo. A wonderful four weeks sharing thoughts on how we can transform our minds and the way we think so that we can become more. Today we're talking about the seed mindset, the seed mindset. 
so while we're waiting for the phone line to ring, perhaps yeah. you can chip in a bit more content. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. And yeah, there's one thing I want people to understand that when you sow a seed, from sowing to harvesting is hard work. The farmer wakes up in the morning, waters, prunes, weed, make sure that they can have the bountiful harvest mm. they want. But I want to bring some, I want to really, not to open eyes, but then, yeah, do you know that when you sow a seed, what you need is the fruit? Isn't what you it? need is a fruit. Hold that thought for me. I've got Frank from Tessano. Good afternoon, Frank. You're welcome to Masterclass. Um, good afternoon. Um, the program has been very educative and I've been following for the past days. And um, I'm a boat driver. Right. And I've really applied it to my life and it's, I can see changes now. God is richly blessing for, for the kind of good work he, um, he's Fra- doing. Frank, let me ask you a question. What do you think is the mindset of the ordinary Ghanaian today? What do you think is the mindset of the ordinary Ghanaian today? Um, frankly speaking, we the ordinary Ghanaian depend mostly on our leaders. We wish for someone to solve our problem for us instead of we changing our own mindset and um, working towards our goal. Friendly from today. Okay. Hello, Frank. Yes. yes I'm asking, I'm what can we do differently from today onwards? Um, change of mindset. Change of mindset. We should be Thank positive towards everything. Right. Right. Thank you so much, Frank. Uh, that was Frank there on the line. I've got Yakubu from Ashaiman. Good afternoon, Yakubu. You're welcome to Masterclass. Good afternoon. How is Ashaiman this afternoon, my brother? Uh, very hot. Everybody is busy. <laughs> it is well. It is well. Talk yeah, to us. It's been a very wonderful um, show. I've been listening from the beginning. But then, um, how can we make these kind of messages get to the younger people, especially in places like Ashaiman? I'm saying this because the new trend is young people who in this analysis, uh, they just hope to get a bag of seed from somewhere. They don't care where it comes from. They don't want to sow. They want to get money quick. They want to get rich quick. And somehow, society is trying to like make it look like it's cool to have money. Nobody questions where your wealth comes from or whatever your sowing comes from, whether it belongs to someone else. But then this message is so important that I feel that they should get in every form of languages in which they use in every corner. So our mindset would be different. I don't know if there's anything in that regard relative to the young people growing up in communities like a chairman and most communities where this rich creek um, mentality is taking over. Thank you very much. Right. Yakubu, I think that's a very wonderful point that you make. Um, do you want to react to it quickly? Yeah, definitely. So um, we, we're trying on a series of um, programs um, we've done some of these things back in the days with our own money, doing trainings free of charge and all that. But we're planning on having some level of sponsorship so that we can go to the local communities. So if, my man, you are listening to us also, that you can really help us, a level of sponsorship that we can really go to these communities to really educate them, then why not? And we, change we, the mindset of exactly. our youth. I've got A.B. from Dan Suman. Good afternoon, A.B. You're welcome to Masterclass. Oh, good afternoon, sir. Talk to me, Abby. Oh, God bless you. God bless you so much. Amen. In fact, today I've learned a lot. Amen. But wait, I want to find out something. You have a seed and you are going to sow. By all means, some will lose 
and you win. So in this our situation now, if you have the money and you want to invest now, can you go ahead and go invest in your company? Maybe you want you have some small money that you want to go to invest in the bank. Can you still go ahead and invest it? Yes, I, I need your advice. Thank All you right, so, so Yao is a banker, so this one, I'll leave it, I'll leave it for you. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Abi, um, after the show, we will take your details, and then we will reach out to you. And we have a lot of professionals who have come here on the show who are able to advise you in terms of investment. We have a lot of investment professionals who have come through Masterclass. So we will take your phone number, and then we will reach out to you and try and offer you some investment advice. Okay? Wow. I think that's fair. Right. Do I have another caller on the line? Not yet. Okay. Wow. I think you were making a point yeah. out of the fact that the object of sowing a seed is to reap so, to have the fruit, right? But yeah, why is it that when you sow the seed, it is the stem that comes off the ground, it is the leaves, it is the branches. Do we actually need it? No. We don't need it. We needed the fruit. Now this is what happens. Those ones were preparing you to have what? The bountiful harvest that you needed. Mm. So it means that when you are pursuing a vision, there are certain things that will come along the line that you don't really need it, but those things are very critical to you to succeed. That is for your vision to succeed. Mm. Yeah, have you ever seen somebody throwing a stone to a tree that does it has no fruit? Not really. Not really, right? I mean, what's the point? What's the point? It means that when you are when you are building the vision, it reaches a time. It looks like nobody cares, because value is only born on the tree when the the final result mm-hmm. is born on it, and that is what the fruit. So the moment you start seeing fruit, then people start getting attracted to the tree. Mm-hmm. Now, when the fruit even starts ripening, that is why you see people what throwing stone on it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I've got the manual from Japan. Good afternoon, Imano. You're welcome to Masterclass. Thank you. How is Japan this afternoon, my brother? Yeah, I'm very, I'm enjoying your program so much. Right. You know, it has been a difficult situation. Even when you want to invest, you start with investments and a lot of frustrations come your way. Mm. People who want to pull you down, all sorts of things. We still need very viable partnerships to forge ahead. How do you do that? How do you get that? Those, uh, how do you get those assistance? Mm, okay. Uh, Imano, please keep listening. We'll, we'll answer that question quickly. But my mind goes to something you said. I'll just say that quickly and then maybe you can just come in. You asked a question at the beginning. You said, God said to Moses, what do you have in your hand? You know, sometimes we think that the investment must be the big things, the mainstream mm. things. Take your money to the bank. That's all well and good. But what problem is exist in your community where you are maybe it's water maybe they, they don't have rice maybe they don't have kinky maybe the school children are hungry what find out what the problem is and you can start small maybe you can buy 10 bulk, uh, one crate of eggs and sell it with 50 pesos on top of it just keep doing that repeatedly at some point you get enough to buy three four five six crates whatever it is find out the problem where you are and begin to work on it and you can start small I'm just saying that because I remember that from what Oscar said earlier. Mm. But of course, maybe you want to react to yeah, Emmanuel exactly, as well. Exactly. But yeah. I, I want to add to what you are saying. That investment is only about the bank, right? Mm. <laughs> I, I was doing training last week and I, I was asking the people that, do you need money to make money? Everybody said yes. Mm. But you don't need money to even make money. Mm. Yeah. I've seen a young guy on Instagram. He just He's always scanning through Instagram to find a product that are selling. He will inbox you, yeah, I want to sell your product, right? Allow me to open an Instagram page that is similar to yours. Mm-hmm. Pull your products there. Now, this is what the guy, if somebody buys, because your product is selling, 
that is the likelihood he's also is selling. Mm-hmm. So if somebody buys, he will call you out. Somebody has bought one of your products, delivered to him. He put a little bit on it. You also probably give him something small, deliver it. So the guy doesn't hold product. He doesn't do delivery, but the guy is making money. This is a guy that stood at home for three years without a job, but today he's not running around with his CV, but he's making money. And he's got a portfolio of all these different, different um, companies that he's working on, he's working with. Who who doesn't like it if you want to help them to sell more? You know? And I think we we have to be also very creative. In this economy, yeah, there is one thing I always say that Africa is the best place to be. Because where there are so many problems... That is why there are so many opportunities. Yeah. Because nobody goes to the market to buy problems. Everybody goes 